Hello and welcome to this week's episode. Uh, so you might remember uh, a few episodes ago, I sat down with Liam Ward from LearnTheHarmonica.com and we talked all about different embouchures on harmonica. Uh, we talked about lip pursing and tongue blocking and we were both quite dismissive of you blocking as a technique. Uh, now, today's guest actually sent me an email uh, after listening to the episode and uh, said that he was actually a U-blocker and, uh, and, and was a, a pretty good player uh, and uh, wanted to set the record straight. So uh, I listened to, to some of his playing and, and, and it's fantastic and uh, I was really pleased to sit down with him today. Uh, so today we'll be talking to uh, Philip Jackson all about uh, U-blocking as a, a legitimate alternative uh, embouchure. Uh, so let's get started. Hi Philip, thank you so much for uh, for, for joining me today. Um, yeah. So, uh, how, how are you doing? Before we get into the the meat of it, oh, absolutely great. Um, it, it, I've actually played one gig on Tuesday, uh, and uh, I'm playing on Sunday. So, we're getting underway again, which is uh, which is great. I am so jealous. I, I have nothing booked um, and uh, it's probably going to be a while because as, as well as COVID, I have a baby. So that, that kind of <laughs> changes uh, everything for availability for that kind of stuff. But I'm, yeah, I'm, sure, yeah. I'm sure it'll start again soon. Um, so where, whereabouts are you based for, for, for listeners to get a, uh, a geographic idea? I live in a little village just outside Lidgefield in Staffordshire. Um, and I play around the Lichfield area and up in North um, Staffordshire as well, around Leek, which is a very musical town, I might say. Um, and um, I also have, have a friend who has a blues band that I play in occasionally. From, he's from Stoke area. So very that's cool. Yeah. So that, that's that's UK UK bits but kind of england for our uh, u.s listeners right in the middle of england right, right. in the middle yeah yeah cool so let's uh, uh we are going to talk about you blocking obviously but uh be- before we get to that let's uh kind of start a little bit with your your backstory and um you know yeah. do, do, do you do you come from a, a musical family or is that something that you discovered yourself no yes i do come from a musical family okay. um, but not in blues at all really um, my mother was a classical pianist and she played in a ballet school. So I was brought up with Chopin and Mozart and all the rest of it. And I had quite a reasonable musical education. I had piano lessons, which I hated. And I always feel when I'm playing piano that I'm playing an instrument. And when I'm playing harp, I'm expressing myself. Okay. Uh, so there's a big difference there. But uh, my dad was a drummer, actually, um, in a dance band. And he had some old 78s of jazz and, uh, and, and blues from when he was younger. Not just sort of um, up-tempo, cheerful sort of stuff, not, not real stuff. And um, I used to listen to his 78s and they caught my ear more than, more than my mum's Schumann or Schubert did. <laughs> That's fair enough. Yeah. 
That's very cool. So when, when you, you sent me an email, you said that you've been playing for, uh, for five decades. And so I, I'm, I'm assuming that you must have picked up the harmonica pretty young. Uh, yeah. When did you get started? I got started, and, I, and I'll tell you how I got started. I got started through Manfred Mann, Paul Jones. Nice. And I heard the, the theme tune to Ready, Steady, Go, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. I thought, that is really cool. And that's what got me going. And... Um, uh, and from there, I, I, I got quite quickly into blues. My, my friends were all listening to Gino Washington and, and uh, the Beach Boys and things, and I was listening to John Mayle and, and uh, Sonny Boy Williamson and, and so on. Um, and the big thing for me, the, the, the sort of blinding experience was hearing Paul Butterfield. Yeah. And I just thought, that's it. That's how I want to play. Those long, flowing lines, that sort of jazz improvisation. And... I actually heard Paul Butterfield before Little Walter, which is really the wrong way around in a way, but nonetheless. So, you know, Paul Butterfield's always sort of been my man, you know. Um, I think he's, a, you know, just a brilliant player. Uh, I, I'm with you. And actually, I heard Butterfield before I, I heard Little Walter and the, the Sunny Boys and... Uh, Big Walter and all, all the classics. I, I did everything backwards. I kind of started from Adam Gusso and worked my way back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, exactly the same situation in fact i did buy down and out blues by sonny ball williamson very early it was a marble arch lp i thought it was 14 and 6 or something at the time and uh, and i thought this is odd and i couldn't really quite relate to the the toughness and the roughness of the music mm -hmm. i love it now but it took me a little while to appreciate what i was hearing whereas sort of butterfield and manfred man were just kind of there and you, you were with it straight away in it, you know, but now, yeah, Sonny Boy Two is just magnificent player. That's expression. Yeah, I, th I think that there's kind of a there's a subtlety uh, from those kind of older players that maybe takes a while to get into. Whereas Butterfield is is very approachable. It's it's very high energy and exciting and yeah, yeah, um, uh, right, but, but technically very interesting. Yeah, you know. And it, and it, you know his recording of blues, um, his blues with a feeling, mm -hmm. um, which to me is one of those records you play if you want to find out if somebody likes blues or not. Um, I'd, I'd still play that about once a month and have done for your 50 odd years, you know. Um, I just think it's magnificent. Oh, it's stunning. It's that, I think it's high A, uh, the beginning of his solo. It's yeah. just, phew. <laughs> That's so good. So you you started out, I'm assuming, um, just, you know, picking up a harmonica and trying to work out how to do it yourself. Is that is that kind of where where it started and how you got into U-blocking? Absolutely. Um, I wanted to play. I got a harmonica. Obviously, I bought one in E, not knowing about second position. Um, and it was an echo vamper and i just noodled around with it drove my brother completely to distraction in the next bedroom listening to me making all these dreadful noises <laughs> i hope the noise is a little bit better now but um yeah so absolutely no never looked at a book never never saw a a, a lesson never really heard anybody playing live i just did it all in my bedroom listening to records and just trying to work out what to do and U-blocking just became absolutely 
you know. I remember the moment when I suddenly played a three-note blues phrase. Mm -hmm. It just sort of came from nowhere and thought, crap, can I do that again? And I could do it again, and then I could add to it, and it just went from there. So I was completely and utterly self-taught. That's brilliant. Um, so no, no mentors or, or people who not, showed you? Whatsoever. In fact, um, when I got to university, I, I met a guy, Mike Gledill, great guitar player, um, and we powered up. And he helped me in a lot of ways. But with regard to harmonica technique, I was entirely just doing it, mm -hmm. as, as it seemed to me. Um, and I'm astonished the way people talk about you blocking. It <laughs> really... <laughs> I'm just amazed that people don't do it. You know, it just seems natural to me. Well, that's the thing is, and and I, I'm really glad that you're you're here to kind of set the record straight because my experience of you blocking has been the odd student who's come in and uh, has has discovered you blocking because because it's quite an easy way to start playing clean notes, and then I've found it virtually impossible to teach them anything else. Um, and you know, to, to add anything to it, any of the kind of blues techniques, um, mm. did, did you find, cause I mean, you, you can do all that stuff. I, I've, I've listened to your playing. It sounds great. Uh, did you find that it was difficult to, to start bending and, and adding in some, some more kind of classic blues techniques? No, not, not at all. Um, once I got going, mm -hmm. um, I, I think by the time I was, Sort of, we're playing with Mike a lot, and um, uh, I'd say by my early twenties, I was I was doing a lot of stuff. There was things I weren't doing, and I will say this: I, you know, you and Liam and the rest are doing a fantastic job, um, and you can learn from you guys all the time, and and and, and Jason and, and Ronnie and all the rest, and and John Gindy. You know, you're all teaching fantastically useful stuff. It's just if you're a U-blocker, your personal technique, you have to work out for yourself. Mm -hmm. But people can do that. It's not, but you can get loads of information and ideas from you and people like you. Um, and they say that U-blocking is, is something only some people can do. And it, they use it in science lessons. Mm -hmm. you know, can you roll your tongue up? You know, and some of the kids can and some can't. And... Um, I looked into this a little bit, and about two-thirds of people can roll their tongue in that way. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it's not a mysterious dark art. And I just think it's wrong to kind of think that you blockers should be kind of stuck in the, the West Wing covered in cobwebs like Mrs. Havisham and pay expectations or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's a real functioning technique. No question. Oh, definitely. And I, I was always aware that it was it was something that that could be used for kind of chromatic single note playing. Mm. Uh, I I'd never come across someone like you who can can do all, all the other stuff, uh, which which is why I, I find it really interesting, and also why I'm I'm very pleased to to set the record straight because I know uh, both both myself and Liam we we came out of the gate quite aggressively and. <laughs> Anti you well, blocking, <laughs> and, 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 and Jason Ricky Reese, and, yeah, and you're right about embouchure. Embouchure is so it is what's important about it is is embouchure mm -hmm. because that gets your notes, you know, hopefully pitch correctly. Mm -hmm. And you hear a lot of players whose embouchure isn't right, and they're playing a lot just slightly out of tune, and you know you notice that a lot. Um, but uh, you, you said who is you blocker? Well. 
I remember many years ago hearing Bonnie Raitt's version of Runaway. Mm. You probably know. Oh, yeah. Um, And I heard this and there was this driving harmonica solo. I mean, she really blues the song up, you know, beautifully. It's a terrific version. And this busting harmonica solo in the middle. And I thought that's Butterfield because it was so fluent and so intense. And it turned out it was, and Paul Jones in a a blues program revealed this. It was a guy called Norton Buffalo. Mm -hmm. And Norton Buffalo was a U-blocker. He's gone now. But if you listen to his stuff, particularly Roy Rogers, uh, the blues guitarist, um, he was well-known as as a U-blocker. I reckon there are others, Mm -hmm. but don't know about it. You know, they're just not um, letting know how they play. Yeah. And just one little aside, which always amuses me, Norton Buffalo is a stage name. His real name is Philip Jackson. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> I, I like that as a, bit, as a fact. I just think that's great. <laughs> oh, that, that is very cool. And yeah, I mean, Norton Buffalo is one of the most well-respected harmonica players of all time. So if it, if it was good enough for him, then, you know, it's good enough for the rest of us. Um, yeah. it's just it's yeah. just really interesting that it, it has been so maligned um I, i'm wondering have you discovered anything because uh, we, we, we talk about the disadvantages have you have you discovered anything that you can only do you blocking are there cool techniques that you've got that the rest of us don't achieve with the kind of lip pursing or tongue well blocking? i don't know um because as a you blocker you play a lot with your tongue mm-hmm. it, is is the thing much less with the throat mm-hmm. so I, I'm, not, I'm sure how this will sound but i'll just try this is like a tongue vibrato okay well actually it's a tremulant i should you know paul butterfield made the distinction <laughs> you know, i'm off note and a change of pitch yeah. so something like something like that mm-hmm. what i call feathering where you like that mm-hmm. which doesn't sound particularly bluesy it sounds more celtic but but you know there is a kind of um a sort of precision to it perhaps that that, that can be difficult with other techniques mm-hmm. to do. um when you do tongue splits which are not great octaves i can do them they are a little bit hit and miss you actually use the underside of the tongue not i don't do you press your tongue the top of the tongue against the harmonica to do a split you're better at it than me. I, I th- <laughs> thank you. Uh, I, I think probably the top of my tongue, or, or the or the tip. I definitely use the top of my tongue for tongue blocking uh, if I'm playing yeah. single notes. Yeah. Well, what, what I would do is you block it. If I want to play a split, then I'd just move the tongue up slightly and use the other side of the tongue. Okay, that makes sense. And that that took a while to get that, and I'm I'm not I'm not brilliant at it now, um, but. Um, I'm working on that's one of the things I'm working on really at the moment interesting and have you thought about kind of becoming a hybrid player because there are lots of players who don't stick to one thing or another they jump between different embouchures well I don't know the answer to that that's an interesting question I've thought about it because you blocking falls sort of between puckering and Mm -hmm. tongue blocking and it's kind of like a bit of both because you're 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 providing an air channel like a pucker player does, but using your tongue. But then the lips kind of come round and they play a part as well. Um, 
so but in in terms of pure tongue blocking um no i i've never really done that although if you if you push your tongue against the harmonica in a u blocking position then you you're pretty close to tongue blocking mm -hmm. but the, you're still playing out of the center of your mouth not out of the side yeah you know um, was amusing. I see Rolly Platt and his harmonicas kind of halfway up his left ear roll, you know, and I think that's uh, that's amazing, you know. But, but but it's quite interesting. Rolly Platt's a great example because it it's a little bit like like you. He started and no one showed him how to yeah. play yeah. and yeah. he saw a picture i think he saw a picture of butterfield holding a harmonica at a jaunty angle on an album cover and he just <laughs> just assumed that that's that's how how you did it uh, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's, it's all about butterfield isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's the cause of all the trouble <laughs> <laughs> but but i think that that's an important thing to to remember is you know, if you listen to a teacher, what, what what a teacher generally, hopefully, is trying to do is is giving you the easiest way for the majority of people. But there's also a bit of an onus on on you as a student. Uh, I don't mean you; I mean other people listening to to find what works for you better and and what kind of fits your body and what feels natural. Because you clearly yeah. find you blocking natural, yeah, um, and that's great. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. Um, and if you're achieving the sound at the end of the day, that's that's all that really matters. A absolutely. And I, and I, my, my, my mission today is to say if someone comes along who is you blocking and as a teacher, I would say carry on. Understand that some of the things I'm teaching don't apply to you, you but you've got to find your own way. Mm -hmm. If you do find your own way, you will be a better player and you'll be a more... Um, individual player, um, and that's uh, that. I think is important. Definitely. You know? um, yeah. So, yeah. So I, I, I would encourage you, blockers, and say carry on because it, it works. You know, Definitely. It's great. And 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 I kind of I'd, I'd like to bring it back round to something you said at the beginning when you were talking about your your musical origin and how you had piano lessons. Um, yeah. And you said that you played piano, but but you you could express yourself through the harmonica, um, yeah. and I, I think that that's the the distinction. If you find an embouchure and and a technique and your own set of rules for the instrument that makes it feel like it's a part of you, and it gets mm. out of your way, because mm. you don't want to be thinking about any of this stuff. You've got to do what feels natural, <laughs> and then you can right. express yourself. Yeah, that's the great advantage. And there are lots of disadvantages of being self-taught, mm -hmm. like bad habits and and, uh, and 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 not moving forward smoothly. But but that the big advantage of being self-taught is that you 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 do have to put technical things out of the way. You know, this is the way I do it, and let's let's get on with it. Let's let's try triplets and whatever else you want to do. You know, um, I think that's terribly important. Mm -hmm. So harmonicas are very, you know, you and I, as experienced harmonica watchers, we can listen to twenty or thirty players. And we know instantly who they are. Yeah, uh, I know I got I got Butterfield and Norton Buffalo mixed up, but I, I admit that. <laughs> you know, you you know Alan Wilson straight away. You know Sonny, but the two Sonny boys straight away. You know, and it's that individuality which is, um, I think, is. Well, you know, I think the whole 
whole harmonica thing. I, I agree with Giles Robson when he said that harmonics are very badly served by popular music. Um, mm. It's just been a lot of rubbish played and very easy rinky-dink stuff. And um, the proper players tend to be far less acknowledged. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I found out. I only found out about Pat Ramsey fairly recently. Oh wow! Oh, what a treat! <laughs> oh, wow, he, you know. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you have to play it your own way because mm -hmm. there's, there's, there's nothing to see, uh, yeah. you know, it's all there in your gob and, <laughs> you know, that's the wonder of it really. Yeah. You have also just highlighted the challenge of being a harmonica teacher <laughs> there's nothing there to see. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, 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 I'm in awe of, of you and Liam. Great. <laughs> Thing down and, and, and I just think it's I, I was a teacher all my life and the, the last thing I'd ever want to do is teach harmonica I'll be honest with you because it because I, I, you know, I taught in schools and universities and um, uh, I'd never want to you know harmonica's my that's my time that's me doing what I do and uh, all right you know you guys are really good oh thank you I appreciate that and I'll, I'll, I'll let Liam know yeah, no. <laughs> awesome yeah. Well, thank you so much for, for coming on to, to set the record straight. Um, I, I really want to encourage uh, people listening to this to go and listen to uh, some of your music. Um, so I'm going to link up your band, uh, Jack's Hill. Is there anything else that, that you want to point people in the direction of? There was something, you haven't asked the question, which I thought you might ask, and that is what about overblowing? Um, oh, well, we, we could talk about overblowing, definitely. That is a problem. I can't overblow. I mean, I've tried, and I can make a noise like a sort of sick cow. Mm -hmm. I just get so fed up with it. I just think, oh, there's other things I'd rather do than mess around with this. And, you know, and I hear Howard Levy, and I think, my God, you know, you are about 10 light years away from me as a player. You're, you know, just fantastic. And I, and I hear you and Liam overblowing, and I think, well, you know. But... I get round that mm -hmm. to some extent by using harmonicas and different tunings. And this is something that I've, I'm very passionate mm -hmm. about. Just don't just stick with Richter. Richter isn't logical anyway. No. I will say pain in the backside, you know, really. Yeah. Um, and I, I use harmonic minors a lot. I like third position, but there's things you can do with a harmonic minor you can't do in third position. You get a different voicing anyway. Mm-hmm. And I don't, do you know about ED harmonicas? Um, no. Yeah, they're called easy, they're easy di diatonic. They, they were brought out a few years ago. And they are entirely, and this appeals to me because I like things very well ordered. And they just go from the top to the bottom in sequence like a, like a piano, no black notes, mm -hmm. you know, whatever the tuning is. So you can play a passage in the bottom octave. You can do exactly the same in the middle octave and exactly the same in the top octave. And they are absolutely superb. And again, if I was a teacher, I would say, don't just stick with Richter. And, yeah. and I'd like to see new players playing Will Wild harmonicas. I think they'd do some great stuff with those um, and developing that. Um, and I think we've been, we've been a bit of a slave to Richter. Mm -hmm. um, and it was designed to play German folk tunes, wasn't it? You yeah. know, with the melody on the top and the keys on the bottom. It's, it's good at that. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so, you block, do it your own way. Experiment <laughs> with different, if you can afford it. I know not everybody's got the money, but, you know, I mean, I've got 
I know dozens of harmonicas, but you know, it, it different tunings are, are great. They're really interesting, and they yeah. open up all sorts of possibilities. Absolutely, and. Uh, <laughs> I, I kind of avoid the overblow question because I think overblows are overemphasized as an important. <laughs> yeah, they are. I mean, w w when students ask me about learning overblows, I, I always like to make sure that they know why they're learning an overblow. Because uh, I learned yeah. overblows because there yeah. there were notes missing, specific notes I wanted to play. Yeah. But yeah. if they're not missing, you know, if you're playing and you're not thinking, God, I really wish that note was there, then you don't need to learn to overblow. And actually, <laughs> the 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 difficult, you know, not overblowing opens up different things. It it makes you play more interestingly in a lot of ways. It makes you do different harmonic choices. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I and and I do think that the alternative alternative tunings is a really interesting path to go down. Um, I was chatting to Todd Parrott, who's one of the the best overblow players yeah, out there, yeah, and he uses alternative tunings so he doesn't have to overblow when it's better not to overblow. <laughs> well, that's 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 my get out of jail card as well. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Brilliant. Yeah. Cool. Well, I, I think that this has been very, very insightful. I will, uh, <laughs> I will link up some stuff for people to check out of yours, and uh, I, I'll, I'll put a little, a little recording of, of you playing as well. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you very much, Tommy. Great. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of My Harmonica Podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your podcast service of choice. And if you're ready to take your harmonica playing to the next level, then you should check out my online harmonica school over at tomlinharmonicaschool.com. Happy harping! <laughs>